Hello, hi guys. Knock knock. Who is there? Someone is here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm not laughing because it's not even funny. But welcome back, guys. Welcome, 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 welcome. I think I'm basically welcoming myself back because that was a break worth breaking. Yeah, a lot has happened. You know, in the past weeks we've not been here. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot has happened. But if I can recap, oh, um, my church had a conference titled Young and Strong, and uh, uh, it's something. You know, it's something to experience. The experience was really great, and there was a lot of process put in the preparation as well. And um, apart from that, too, we also had, you know, to recover from me, you know, just take time with those messages and stuff and all of that. And um, yeah, we're quite sick for a bit, but we are back now and we are back stronger. So um, this all just came to my mind, you know, about playing nice. In the sense that you're a very nice person, you know, you care a lot about people, you're very empathetic, you know, you try your possible best to um, make sure that everyone around you is in a good position, you help in the little ways you can. But I'm like, okay, that's nice, that's really nice, and that kind of like um, mirrors the kind of person I am. But then I came across a post a whatsapp post actually within this week and someone said let me tell you a story there were two brothers the first son the first son was very hardworking or is very hardworking and as soon as he started getting some payout he started helping everyone around him like any small money he has just to make sure he was like he's very family oriented and people around him was very nice you know and then the younger brother doesn't really work as, as hard as much but then he's just focused on himself you know he just works on himself he makes sure that he gets whatever he thinks he needs to do his business if it's a laptop he gets himself a laptop it's not really helpful when it comes to like helping others but look at the end point look at the results here the first son is great he's nice people love him but he doesn't really have anything you know to show for himself and then the second son mm, mean but he has something to show for himself so at the end of the day people respect the second son more and love the first son and then the person just said what did you learn from this from this story and then i was just like thinking about it like okay the first son is love but who love help do you get you can be loved but nobody respects you and that love is because of the things that you've been able to do for them you know for that period of time or the thing you're doing for them but at the end of the day they don't really respect you they might talk about you you know and i just got to ponder about it you can be nice like overly nice is not going to get you anywhere you know whether you are sincere about it you know just always 
some people can even say that oh you're always your nose is always stuck in every other people's business some people can interpret it that way but this is just you being sincere trying to make sure that everyone around you is okay trying to make sure that everyone around you you know you are doing your possible best if it's 5k you have you slash it into two yeah you've given out half you're nice it's good but the question you have to ask yourself is um where does this really really get you you know what does it get you at the end of the day, people are just people are mean people are just going to say oh this girl is a patronizing bitch in quotes you know some people can say ah this girl don't know how to use money people can say you are a fool and at the end of the day you don't get anything for yourself and then you're just wondering like okay i got this money what am i doing with myself now i know that it's really it's good to be good yeah it's good to help out people in times of their need it's good to be you know very nice <laughs> love your neighbor as yourself show love but the thing is that uh, you got to focus especially if you are still in your process because there is a bigger picture i was having this conversation with one of my friend alex shout out to you alex and he was saying that you have to learn to say no so that you can say yes in the long run you get what i'm saying for example now you're saving up for um a laptop you're saving up for you know a device that's really going to help in your business let's say you're saving up for a sewing machine and your friend is in need so because of that you touch that money and you give to that person and the person at the end of the day doesn't give you back the money or doesn't pay you back you end up not being able to get that um sewing machine that would have propelled your business into you know a higher um income earning position and the truth is that you forget that once you get to that income earning position that money that is really vital to you you'll be able to give it out without flinching even though it doesn't get back to you i don't forget what i'm saying now so you have to learn how to say no so that eventually you can say yes to people when you are in your process focus like focus 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 forget about you know i'm not saying you should not be nice so but there are priorities and in your process your number one priority is yourself hashtag be selfish <laughs> and i know this sounds very woo, selfish my guy be selfish there are various you know tenants of selfishness you know as far as it doesn't harm anybody you can see you're not jesus and this is something that i'm also learning i'm also telling myself i'm also confessing i am not jesus i will pray for you i will do the least i can but when it comes to that this now i'm going to choose myself mm-hmm. i'm going to choose myself because at the end of the day these guys you will help them they will stand and they might help you out if, maybe one two three times but at the end you might look like a leech you know so try to make something out of yourself first before you start thinking of you know helping others and and stuff and make sure that you are standing because two people cannot sink at the same time it is foolishness bring yourself out so that you can two people cannot be in the pit forever you cannot say oh this person is in the pit this person is in the pit and then you you jump inside the pit that's like pure foolishness two of you are in the pit nobody is out to help each other and at the end of the day that person will even might even end up hating you because 
why did you jump inside this pit now with me now are you trying to mock me are you trying to do this but if you are outside remain outside then you can start building rope you know first start building rope start tying the ropes together so that you can you know pull that person out and still be outside so it's very very important selfishness is an important lesson maybe i'm using the wrong word but i don't care <laughs> i'm going to learn how to be selfish you know just focus focus your energy be laser focused especially in the time of your youth this is the time for us to be like laser focused and i just cannot emphasize this enough you know it's, it's, it's something i'm learning you know it's something i'm learning i'm going to learn how to how to you know balance things in my life you know also remember in the midst of my loving my neighbors as myself which is the you know commandment christ has commanded us to you know obey i have to also remember that i am also a a priority i am the priority first you know it's just the same way christianity applies you jesus christ is first to save you before you can save others christianity is first to yourself you know before others so yeah that has been my um, ponder moment of the week yeah and then back to our season one episode the last time we talked about father's influence in our life and today we're just going to be talking about discipline hmm. i think i've kind of like touched on discipline you know about disciplining yourself to make it a priority but this time around we are going to spin it a little talk about discipline in the family hmm. <laughs> um, what kind of discipline uh, what are the methods your parents used to discipline you um so we have like pick pin we have ride bicycle you know oh no we have the slippers i remember in our own time in my own family when i was younger because i'm still young the slippers was like the most revered piece in the house you know when you're wearing slippers you wear it with respect because that slippers could be the source you know of your pain any moment if you misbehave you know and that slippers was mostly used by my older sister she was always like slippers slippers so once she's moving her slippers everybody like <gasps> And then when she drops it, everybody like, oh. <laughs> And then, uh, my, my eldest sister, her own was like, in stoning the slippers. She can just remove it and stone you. Why the second one was like, dusting it first. Once she dusts off the slippers, the next thing you hear is to kneel down. You know, so there are different methods of discipline. Discipline is a very integral part of you know family and upbringing because without discipline the people perish people perish without discipline i mean you don't even know how like you don't get to know how to live your life you might think uh-huh i'll live the way i want like you might be living a bad life you might be doing things wrong and you do not even know that this way i'm living is actually not the right way for me to live because you lack discipline and you know how the Bible says that train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he shall not depart from it. So discipline is one of them. Discipline is one of them. How did your parents discipline you? Um, 
my dad, my dad. Okay, so my dad used to do this stuff where he just call you into the room and then uh, his room, my parents' room, and he locked the door. You know. <laughs> Whatever descends on you is your cup of tea. My mom, my mom was always the person that would tell you, go and bring cane for yourself. So you measure it sometimes. She'll tell you, according to your height, according to your punishment, according to um, how wrong what you think you've done is bring your cane, go and pluck cane for me. And the truth is that, <laughs> if you bring small cane, if you go and pluck something that is not strong, my love, you might go five times and you might end up, you know, getting more than you were supposed to get in the beginning. So just a word of advice, respectfully bring your size. <laughs> that was like a self-condemnation act, like, mother, I know I have seen before you, so let me just go bring this one. Let me just carry this one because I know that ah, I don't mess up. <laughs> And then when you come, my mom will tell you to kneel down and stretch your hand. And stretch your hand. Stretching your hand, she's flogging you. But like stretch and as she's talking to you, she's listing the things that you've been doing for you know for the past one month. My mom doesn't really flog often. But once she flogs, once she corrects you, it's a time of reflection. So you're going to go on a reflection journey for about a week. You're going to be thinking about your life like <laughs> why am i living this life that i am living you know she, because she's going to be talking to you each stroke is going to serve to register you know one of your stupidity and correct it so like a switch is being you know turned uh, like being pressed in your head like a knob a screw is being turned in your brain so if it's something that if a knot was unscrewed in your head each stroke is going to be like screwing it back, you know, just putting your brain together. You're going to be such a good girl that week. I promise you. Whether you are doing, whether you want to be intentional or not, you're just going to find yourself being a very, very good girl. Because as my mom is flogging you, she's talking to you about scriptures. You know, she's giving you examples. She'll tell you, why can't you be like Joseph? Why can't you be like this? Why can't you be like that? Ah, or more. That was another Bible lesson class. <laughs> it's funny now, but it's not so funny. And the truth is that, personally, I have learned a lot. You know, I've learned a lot from it. You know, there's some certain things that you just cannot forget. You know, and then there are other methods of discipline. One of the methods of discipline is repetition. You know, making your children do things over and over again. Um, okay, so I remember one when I was traveling to the village and my grandfather, God bless his soul, um, asked me to get him a cup of water. So I went, I took the cup of water to him. The cup of water was not very full. It was not full, it was like half. He sent me back. He told me, also, go and bring it again. So I went back and uh, I was like, ah. someone told me, one of my cousins said, ah, you cannot give Papa water that is not full. So 
I went back and I filled the cup. I took it to him. He looked at the cup. He told me, go and bring it again. Go and do it again. And so I went back. I was like, ah, what is wrong? Like, he did not collect the water. And they said, look at the cup. There were like splashes around, like outside the cup. So I used a towel and dried the splashes. And I took it to him. He said, go and do it again. Ha! Omo, it was not even funny. They said it was the cup this time. Like, which cup? It's like, look, I use plastic cup <laughs> to drink water. So, okay, this one is actually my grandmother that told me, that, why will you even use this kind of cup? So I took the cup and they were like, oh, good. But yeah, give it to me. So, so I was giving it to him. He told me to take it back. Like, I was really, really frustrated as a child. Like, tears were already coming out from me. I was already crying. Like, Papa is wicked. Like, what is Papa? Why is Papa doing this thing to me? You know? And then, I was already crying. I was already in tears. So, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> All my cousins were, like, laughing at me at that time. So, when I came back, I went again and I did everything. I was like, Papa, I've changed the cup. The water is full. I've wiped the outside of the mug. So he now told me that it's all about the handle. I can't forget it. Like when you are giving someone water with a mug that has a handle, you should direct the mug handle towards the person, you know, and hold the other side. So the person can just take the cup with the hand. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... He making me to, you know, repeat that exercise of bringing water for him. I got to learn it. See, even if you wake me up from sleep and like, Zikora, how do you give someone water, especially with mug? That's the first lesson that is going to come into my mind. So, and I was able to get that as a result of what repetition, you know. So, there are so many things ah, we had to like repeat. And you know how they say um, repetition is the... Um, it's the art of mastery when you do something over and over and over again you know that thing becomes you know part of you you know so discipline is a very very integral part of you know and not to talk of it, it kind of um it gave me some fun memories because when they are flogging your sister <laughs> especially if you are the one that went to report or more it is sweet die when they are not flogging you it is sweet <laughs> so there is always this crowd like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know and then the whole house is just quiet because they are flogging this person everybody is on you know careful mode everybody's like because if it be you anytime and so discipline was like a very, very integral part of upbringing and the various methods of... I remember um, I, I once went for holiday with a family friend's house and I saw this punishment. I was crying. It was a very brutal punishment because they, they were like... Gravels were like set in three places. So you put your forehead on one, you put your knees, your two knees on the other and you kneel down and put your forehead and your hands at the back. 
it was just crazy and i was telling my mom about it and she was like wow <laughs> you know in as much as that when you see that kind of um punishment you get to you know that's fear when you see that there's a thin line between discipline a child and tyranny and being wicked and abuse because my love that's wickedness you know because this girl was literally bleeding from her forehead she was bleeding from her forehead and i'm like ah what's happening you know i was so scared you know in fact the person that actually gave that punishment to you today does not really i don't really have like a very you know fond memory of that person because anytime i i think of that i think of how he abused that girl because that girl we were like about the same age i think she was like 13 you know there about so let's be careful guys let's be careful and sometimes when someone like that goes through that kind of discipline in quotes which is not there has this we have this mentality okay i passed through it so you should pass through it you know i remember when i was teaching and because of the way my teachers flogged me they flogged me shake you they flogged me ah um, come and see the way i was flogging these children like i flogged them and they did nonsense like i flogged but at some point i had to really calm down and you know think about it you know and process it like zikora are you sure you are not you know um <clears throat> what's the word for it projecting how you were flogged onto these children like it doesn't have to be the same way it doesn't have to be a circle you can actually break it you know so sometimes and you know children are they're like they are the most annoying they're the most annoying species on earth you tell them sit down that's when that's when they'll come and tell you miss i want to eat myself miss i want to wee wee miss I want to drink water. You just said everybody sit down. Like you just said everybody be on your seat. Nobody is going out. You get what I'm saying? And they'll be telling you this and they'll be laughing. <laughs> They're like spirit of annoyance from the pit of hell. You know, so I had to be conscious about it. And the time when they are most annoying, those are the times I tell myself, I'm not going to flog this child. I'm not going to flog this child. So sometimes I just go out, I take a breather. Like I literally started doing breathing exercises <laughs> for these children because they were so annoying, you know. And I just that that was how I was able to like cut down on the whole flogging thing, you know. But I still flog, oh, I still flog, I still flog. But you know, I brought up a measuring system, you know, for flogging and stuff. You know, like two strokes max for this one five strokes you know and i was still able to achieve what i stood to achieve if i flogged them a hundred times with just two strokes you know so di- discipline are like in different forms you can actually talk you can flog you can make people repeat their different methods you know but it's very very essential for for family like i said so guys how were you flogged as a child? How were you disciplined? And what areas has it been able to, you know, affect you? What lesson did it teach you, good or bad? Let us know. By sending us an email. Yeah. Send us an email. Let us know how it affected you. And we will respond. 
So, um, that's us coming to the end of today's episode on Express It. As always, my name is Zikora, and we will express. See you guys. Same time next week. And of course, we are back for good. Bye.